Hey, welcome to an episode of Deep Fish. My name's Ross. I'm Matt. Dan. Jamie. And this is a podcast about topics where we talk about them in a deepish way. And guys, just so you know, we're on episode three. This is episode three of Deepish. Mm. I'm personally excited about it. We've come so far. Yeah, we really it's like have. one and then two and then now it's three. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it could be true. one and then two and then three or four or as many hey. of the listeners out there. I'm grateful for all of them. And I know you guys yeah. are too. I know yeah. that we're personally excited about our podcast, about just talking about the topics we brought up so far. And today I think we've got a really good one in store for us from our very own resident leather worker owner operator. So, so I'm excited. I'll let him get into all that. But mm. in this episode, you'll hear us talk about a topic and and talk about it in a deepish way like we normally do. But then also by the end of it, you hear hot hot pockets, you hear flapjacks, you yes. hear what what is yours, Jamie? I always forget. Hot cakes. Hot, hot cakes. cakes. That's right. I need to memorize those. Do a better job of listening to your those. <laughs> but and then, um, you know, mats are typically hot cross buns, but today he has the topic of the episode. And so, Matt, I'm going to throw it over to you so we can jump into this one because I'm excited. So take it away. All right. Yeah, I don't have to present a hot bun today. So, But we will talk about some buns later in this um, slideshow that I'm about to share about leather. We're going to call it Leather 101. I'm going to take you guys to school because that's kind of what I do, you know, a lot. So I'm interested yeah. to hear how you tie in buns to you're yeah, about to I'm find out for the end. Oh boy. You should be very, very excited. Um <laughs> let me get this where I can see it. Hey, so, this presentation looks good. You know, I just I've had so I have some experience in this. Is so, that your logo that's there on the leather? That is a logo of I put that logo on that leather, but it's somebody else's oh. logo. Mm, I like it. It's actually a beautiful picture of keychains, which started it all for me. Believe it or not, true. Um, yes, that's it a did. that's a whole other episode. But I mm. thought I would teach you guys about leather itself. So, like the tanning process of leather. Um, so. A lot of people are like, how does this thing even come about? And just so you're in case you're wondering, leather started in like 2500 BC by Christopher Leather. Um, he founded it. And that's actually not true at all. I don't even know when leather started. It's so old. It's so old. Dude, you had me. Christopher Leather. I would have. I literally would have walked away and told people that fact. I <laughs> should have admitted it's a little leather. I knew this wasn't real, but my brain just went through like, okay, he's telling me this. It must be true. And wait a minute, Christopher Leather. It sounded so leather. official. I'm just happy that you guys believed it for a split second. You lost and me, at Christopher. Yeah, I was Dan, like, there's no way nobody was yeah. named Christopher at that yeah. year. I knew Dan would immediately not believe it. Um. <laughs> anyways, wait, wait, Dan. You're saying there's no the reason you process there's no Christophers in in that era. Yes. Yeah, I was like, there's no, there's not going to be a Christopher in BC. Period. Yeah. So, See, Dan. I, Dan thinks. Dan thinks in terms of like if then statements, and that just failed immediately. Yeah. yeah. It's also if we're a in 2500 BC joke. It's in the same <laughs> joke vein, so it was picked up on immediately. Well, well, so so not to not to go too far off track though, but Dan, <laughs> what names would be in the yeah. era? 
I don't know. Um, Methuselah, maybe I would say like simple names. Um, like yeah, like Methuselah. You know, Adam. <laughs> um, Seth. Yeah. I'm dying on this one. This is. I don't know. I just. I'm, I just. I mean, you're you probably right. Christopher, Christopher feels like a Latin name. I don't know. Well, and what does Christopher mean? It's of Christ, right? So mm. it's it's probably not bc and more likely ad yeah which is why i said that because i knew what that meant when i said there would be no christopher's bc shut if i had done like abraham leather maybe that could have worked but that that would have you would have had me i was like oh interesting (laughs) but it's not as funny that's the whole point (laughs) (laughs) this is matt's first slide we haven't even gotten to a bullet point i'm so glad and I started the bullet points, and I remembered I had a really good dad joke. So <laughs> I like that. Okay, which is how I start a lot of my classes. Anyways, mm. so leather really comes from a byproduct of like the you know the meat industry. So they take the hides, and they usually start out by rehydrating them. They take the hair off. They take the f- extra flesh off, which I'm sure is really gross process. And then they put it in these like vats of like tanning solution, which this is not dying. They haven't dyed it yet. So this is where they're using like literally like so old processes because they're using, they're still using different tree barks. They're still using oils and fats and things. And okay, they sorry, rehydrate. What is leather. tanning? Tanning. So tanning is the process of turning it in, turning these hides into leather. This is before it's dyed. And so that's why you hear like, you know, a tannery creates leather, basically. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes these processes also, so you hear vegetable tan leather and you'll hear chrome tan leather. And that's when it's dyed with chromium or or chrome. It's a chrome dyed leather, which tends to have like nice pull up and stuff. It creates pretty cool leathers. It's definitely not as environmentally friendly, but um, I personally use all vegetable tan leathers, which is cool. And then they take it, and you see in this this photo credit, this is from Wicked and Craig. I like buying leather from Wicked and Craig. That's a drum that it has the dye in it. And then they toss all these leathers and dye. And so the leather comes out of these, these tanneries initially. They're kind of like blue-gray. And then they add the dyes to it. Um, and then they're dried. They're stretched out and dried out. And then once they're done with that, they'll put like a finish coat on it to add protection so wait keep it safe. so on your vet the vegetable dying i'm sorry i'm very interested tanning, the vegetable tanning, vegetable tanning. tanning that's not so what does that mean exactly vegetable tanning. so they literally they're using like barks and oils and fats and they're they're turning this skin into something that is now um preserved and now durable and they basically make it they make it into leather through a tanning process. And once they complete the tanning process, then they add the color. So your browns, your reds, your blacks, your all that kind of stuff um, after that. Yep. And Pretty part crazy. of the tanning, Jamie, is like they stretch the leather out in the sun and they use like a really low SPF on it. Stop. Yeah. It's like Stop. an eight. Stop. And they specifically use the spray, um, <laughs> the spray sunblock because and they, like, those usually suck the most. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there always a handprint. Yeah, yeah. There's always a handprint. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't resist. <laughs> that was great. So the point, the, 
when you buy leather, so if you're like a person like me that does the leather work, you're buying it a certain way. And so I'm going to have to make this a little bit bigger for me. So I specifically buy um, leather. I, I buy a side. So you have a whole hide. You have a side. You have shoulders, double shoulders. You have bins, double bins. There's the butt, double butt. And then right here on the edges, there's the belly or double bellies. And so when this is a great photo that I got from Liberty Leather Goods, so I want to give them credit because um, they they had the best one that that dealt with this. You know, your best part of your leather is going to be towards the middle of this this hide. And leather is really interesting. So like these these areas have, in a way, I want to say different properties. So like a shoulder. A shoulder is when you get like double shoulders. I used to buy just double shoulders. They're really kind of dense because they're tough. Like you think of a shoulder, it's tough. But when you get down to the bellies, they're a little bit softer and they're not quite as, all these things are durable depending on the type of leather, but they're just, they're not, it's just totally different than a double shoulder. And so you can pick up a piece of leather depending on the who's what they've made with it. And you can almost tell where it came from in the in the hide or in the side. Hmm. And so based on yeah. how it feels a little bit. So it's pretty interesting. Interesting. It's so basically tough. around the outside is the less yes. sort of um, quality. And then yes. as you get towards the inside, meaning that would be like the back of the cow probably, right? Yeah, totally. And so you, have, you also think too, like... Um, you know, it's a little bit more protected up there in a way, like you're not rubbing up against things and stuff. And um, leather will be graded. They'll grade it based on, you know, after they're done with these processes, how good it is. Because it's totally dependent on the cow. The cow can rub up against barbed wire. They can have bug bites. They can have, they have brands. I think it's really cool when I get a hide or a side that has a brand on it. Um, I try to do something with it if I can. Can't always, but. That's cool. Um, Do you ha- have you? Does that happen a lot? Yeah, I have like one of my knife sheaths. I used the brand and I wrapped it with that because it's wasn't That's really good for cool. anything else. Um, mm. And That's I also cool. like it when you get it from the tannery. They like stamp the square footage. So That's usually like a permanent stamp. That's kind of cool. Um, some people like that. So it's really there's a lot more going on to it than you would think there is. Um, and so when you get leather, when you think of like people, this is like maybe for you consumers out there, probably the most important part of this whole thing, because when you get leather, you should understand like what you're getting a little bit because it's really different depending on what it is. So your best leather the best that you can get, the stuff that Christopher Leather made back in 2500, <laughs> um, that mm-hmm. that when they dig up ancient Egyptians, it's still on their feet. He, that's sort of, half of that was fake. But that's full grain leather. So full grain leather is like just straight, like the top part of the grain. It's what they call the grain at the top. That's the full grain. It has part of grain and it'll have part of like the the corium junction, grain junction, where it starts to get closer to the flesh on the bottom of it. That's the stuff that's tough. That That is the best part you can get. So you want to see that. 
top grain. So what happens with leather is it comes out really thick because cowhide's pretty thick. And this is specifically cowhide right now. It's really thick. It's probably like a quarter inch thick. And they usually, in America, oh, wow. we do everything by ounces. So you're looking at like nine ounce, 10 ounce, which is pretty big. You know, our our Euro- European friends, they'll do it in millimeters or whatever you guys Wait, use. what are they methods. measuring in ounces? Exactly. It's just an old kind of way of measuring that the thickness, the ounce, kind of like when papers weighed by pounds and weird things oh, like that. Um, weird. But is it like I, a, didn't re- I, I didn't realize there's a quarter of an inch when it comes off. It's That's really crazy. thick. Yeah. And I should have prepped slightly better because I could have put it on camera. Um, but it's awesome. And so when mm. but like so many people don't make stuff out of that because it's 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 tough. I mean, it's tough to make stuff out of because it's um like it's stiff, super stiff. It's great to use, and I've done made stuff out of it, but it's really stiff. And so what they do is they split it, and they they cut off the bottom half of this, so you keep the grain, and you start cutting things off like the corium and and that junction. And if it's still cut within the grain, then you have the top grain. You have top grain leather, which is pretty decent leather. Like it's still pretty fine. And that's, that's, you know, it's not as good as full grain, but it's not like, you know, the best stuff. Then you, then you start getting past that and you'll hear things called like genuine leather, split grain leather, and then bonded leather. And you're starting to get less and less. You know, you make the suede. If you, if you get full grain leather, you'll feel the bottom, and it's like, um, it's like kind of not furry. I don't want to say furry, but you know, it has like uh, some texture to it. Yeah, it has some texture to it. Actually, fun fact: if you make shoes and you make it out of the back, like you instead of doing the full grain on the front side, but you make the corium, use the corium as the front in like boots and stuff it's actually harder to cut. So it's actually a little bit more durable in that way, depending on what you're doing. But anyways, sorry, you you may be getting to this, but are you going to tell us about what suede is? Yes. So suede is like when they've cut this down and now you have kind of the aquarium layer, they'll make suede out of it. And, and once you get past some of this full grain stuff, you will like, um, they'll start doing more treatments. They'll start doing more like stamping and like buffing and sanding and all that kind of stuff. And that's how they'll create suede. They'll start doing like treatments to it. Actually don't know a ton about suede, but they'll start doing treatments to it to make it softer. And then now you now use that corium stuff, you know, that it's properties and now it becomes, you know, has that texture to it. Kind of like Dan saying, and then you get to the very bottom and you have bonded leather. And the problem with bonded leather is that that is like literally glued together pieces of leather and it's not good. Mm. It's not durable. It's not good. You've got a glue joint, got glue joints and things, or maybe you've got like pulp that's been glued together and stuff like that. Mm. And that's not, it's, it had all of these, all of these different types of leather have their place, but depending on what you want and how long you want it to last, you may not want them. So I personally love full grain leather. I think it's the best. If you can get that, it is more expensive, but if you can get it, it's awesome. And the cool part about it is it does have like some differences, like the dyeing and everything, like we'll have differences in the parts and all that kind of stuff. Like it'll look different. And then 
because it accepts dye differently. And then you also have scratches from barbed wire. You'll have bug bites. You'll have different things that provide character to, to full grain leather that you don't see in these other leathers because they buff it out, they sand it out. You know, it's been cut off. It's turned into something so, different. So what do you, do you tend to see like different types of this leather used for different things? Like yes. my red wings versus the chair you're sitting in. Oh yeah, for sure. So, um, I'm probably sitting in more of like a, a like genuine leather to bonded okay. leather type of chair. Mm. Um, where would you say it's from a double butt? <laughs> not yet, but we're getting there. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so man, that threw me off. That was really funny. So the, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that funny. It was Wait, funny so real quick. So like the, you're saying the price point, I just did a quick Amazon search and stuff. And it looks like bonded leather is like twenty bucks. Like I can get some for like twenty bucks, twenty eight dollars. Yeah, it's just not nice stuff. Well, this is actually genuine leather sheets. It says okay, so it's so, a little bit better uh, than than you know bonded. Does so it say what it's would you genuine say? Genuine bonded leather? Is it butts? I don't know. <laughs> um, but but either way, let's just say like you're buying a sheet. Say if you bought a full, so let's compare the, I want to know the price point between like, you know, the full sheet you said in the last slide, like the full, or the full one is. Full hide. They'll they'll usually sell it by square foot. So I buy mine, usually my, I buy a side of leather because that's all they sell at Wicked Craig. Um, And it's usually like 25 to, to, to 27 square feet. And it's usually over $300 for that side. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. But 27 is not That's a lot of leather. Yeah. That is a lot you, of leather. You have a lot of like still on the edges with the belly and stuff like that. That's somewhat. It's not all usable in the same way. Okay, yeah. Okay. And you have like, I'm pretty picky. So like you have parts that I won't use. I'll use it for other stuff or like you have some companies that I won't talk about, but they like used to cut that stuff out. Now they use it as part of their marketing. Like here is the full history of this hide and stuff like mm-hmm. that which is fine. Um, but it's also saving them a ton of money by doing that. Hmm. Um, yeah, that makes sense. So, <laughs> oh, Jamie, go ahead. Do you have a question? Or you just let it come? <laughs> just let it come. Oh, just sorry. let the sneeze come. It needs to leave. Just let it out. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like I have 35 years of sneezes <laughs> caught in my body. That's because you've been holding them in out. for 35 years. <laughs> Um, so like, uh, Matt, sorry, back to like red wings. So what would you, when you see shoes or boots that are really intended to be durable and tough, what are they using multiple parts of this leather or probably, um, I think like a red wing usually, I don't know. I think of like their heritage collection. They're probably using full grain leather, um, because it's just like really quality stuff. Um, and when you're buying in like as big of a, you know, company as they are and as much as they are they're probably getting a pretty good price point for it gotcha um you know and i and they and they charge a ton for their their stuff too yeah that's and they, true they do good stuff i mean i think yeah. you know i personally buy usa made stuff and leathers i think the italian leathers are they're insanely good at creating leather obviously you can get stuff from other countries mexico and things like that but um 
I haven't looked into that as much because I, I have my own niche in what I do. So I, yeah. I, I somewhat stick within that. Um, sure. Anyways. So what did I say we would get to at the end? Did I say, what was that? I don't even remember buns. now. Buns. Cross buns. buns. All right. This is great. It's perfect. Here's my hot buns. So one of the really, and I have, I will eventually buy some of this one, but one of the really awesome leathers is actually Horween. Horween makes this leather. This is a picture of their leather. It's shell um, Cordovan and it's a horse leather specifically, but horse butt mm, and so what's interesting what's interesting about this is i don't know if you realize this or not but there's only but so much to a horse butt um it's only <laughs> but so big which means right. it's only but so big it's only but so big which means these are a is they're just butt load expensive so <laughs> This practice that that was really seriously there was a lot of been ready in for this all day long. <laughs> so <laughs> it's actually really cool, and they come in these like little ovals, and they go through like a really crazy process, like a pretty long process. It takes them months um, mm. through the tanning and the dyeing and all this kind of stuff, but they create this incredibly durable leather, and off and it's and it's used for shoes and stuff like that because when you scratch leather you can't really get the scratch out well with this stuff you can actually buff it enough where you can get the scratch out and just based on the oils and the fats and stuff that come back up when you work it um it's incredible stuff but it's like i said buttload expensive so hey you you um a lot of people they're like the perfect size to make really really expensive dress shoes and so they'll make dress shoes for that or wallets and stuff like that. Um, but pretty, pretty cool stuff. So if you ever see this out and you wonder, wow, that's a really expensive wallet, but it's Orween Shell, um, Cordovan or other companies you can do this too, but they're kind of famous for it. They have great leathers just in general. That's why it's super expensive. So stupid question. Is Horween a brand? Yeah. So it's, they're based out of Chicago. They're one of the oldest U.S. tanneries. Um, and they have really amazing, just regular cow leathers, um, which cool. I may eventually get some as well. They used to be kind of harder to get a hold of. Now, now you can get a hold of them just as like a little guy like me. Um, but, um, I just haven't. But now they that. cut the butts off horses. Now they cut the butts off horses. Could be a controversial topic. I don't know. Um, they just wait but, for it to grow back, and then they do it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, well, so you're alluding you're alluding to it a little bit, Matt. <laughs> but Matt is an owner operator of Newton Leather Company, which is your leather company that you started from the ground up. Oh. Are you showing us that you're showing? Wow. Us? Okay. Was I that mean, very I'm nicely ready, done, Matt? I'm ready, guys. Just did like, you script? Did you script I, Ross? I, he did it. I like that. He did. No, it. I didn't. But but I was really wanting to point that out because I think that gives you credibility to the topic. Like honestly, yes. because you've had to study it. And price it, and not only price the hide you buy, but also price how to sell it well. You know how to sell your product well, but all, b- because you know you're actually like hide itself. I'm thinking like it's it's like the tool that you're creating your product with, but then yeah. like Red Wing shoes, and then selling it mm. for a profit for you know to mm. to continue your business. So it's like 
You know, if someone were just get a blank sheet of leather, sure, it'd be worth something, but not worth what you make it into, like a keychain or yeah, or like the five wallets I have and stuff I've like done, that. You know? I've done art kind of all my life, and so in a way, this is like my new medium of doing art. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. if you would give us a follow, Newton Leather Co. on Instagram, because um, that's mostly content. where I yeah check it out. Been doing leather work now for I think ten years, which is crazy to think about. Has it really been a decade? Um, it's, crazy. it's really been t- almost ten years. That's um, awesome. One day I'll tell you how that happened. Um, it's yeah. a great story. And is today not the that rest day? is history. That's all I got, guys. So I hope can you, you tell enjoyed. us today how you or not? You if, should tell us today. I'll tell you yeah, for sure. So one time, there's this guy that I worked with named Danish. And he, I was telling him, I was telling him I couldn't find a wallet I liked and I like to make stuff. So I was like, I'm going to make one. And he was like, you yep. can't do that. That's mm. not real. Such and a good I said, did he say, nay. You can't and I said, that. you SOB, I'll make you a keychain." And so oh. I made him a keychain, and the rest is history. It's did true. you make your wallet? Nice. Wow. Didn't actually happen quite like that, but that sounded cooler. Did yeah, that was a, a great <laughs> rendition. Yeah. Matt, did you did you make yourself the wallet? Because it sounds like you said you can make yourself a wallet. He said no, you can't. And you said I'll make you a keychain, and then you made him a keychain. And then I got something <laughs> out of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I I made I did make a wallet. It was terrible, but it worked. That's good. And mm-hmm. then I did make Dan ish a keychain. Yes. As part of the like, yes, I can do stuff. And then I literally it's a little bit different now because his is sewn. His is like the very, very OG keychain. Yeah. Um, but that's like one of my best sellers. So it makes no sense to me, but it mm. it is what it is. I love my keychain. I mean, sure. yeah. I same. I use it for my motorcycle keys, and it's fantastic. I just I love it. Oh, do you drive a motorcycle again? I don't drive one, but I ride one. Oh yeah. Mm, <laughs> cool. I like that. So I mean, overall, yeah, I've bought from Newton Leather Co. <laughs> <laughs> I've bought from Newton Leather Company. Uh, we, I did gifts for my groomsmen, little keychains. They still have them. They still talk about them to this day. Ross, That's I don't awesome. remember that. It's, it's. Oh yeah. Oh, interesting. You didn't come. Wow. <laughs> Neither did Dan or Matt. I wasn't invited. But anyways, I know I'm such a <laughs> bad <it's> friend. <laughs> no, it's okay. We just had a baby. No, it's. Uh, you're right. You're right. You should have been there. I'm well. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, I should, don't disagree with you. I should have. No, hey, Matt. It's okay. Um, not yeah. to put you on the spot, but I'm just curious on the status of my cigar bag. So I have this whiteboard that says Jamie Bags Dash Two. Um, I think you made means, me one. Although I would take two. I will order. I think two. I am supposed to make you two for some it's, reason. That's I think great. it's on back order. Is that what? Is that what yeah. that means? When you know, it's like. That? One of a kind kind yeah, of thing. And you got to find so the right horse butt to cut off. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, true. that would actually be incredible. Um, might take <laughs> hey, man, two horse know. butts, but, um, and cost yeah. you a buttload, but yeah. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, you keep talking. He's going to do it in bonded. So no. you better be careful. Okay? Yeah. Easy. Look out. He's just going to start gluing stuff. I'm going to start <laughs> blending up these leather scraps I have and bond yeah. them together. You're going to get a bag made of glue. Yeah, that was really interesting, Matt. Good, that was good. Thank I, you for sharing. That was awesome, man. Seriously, thank you. 
I'm I'm a I'm a clapper. You know, I like yeah. that. Yeah, thank you. I'm a snapper. I'm a yeah. snapper. Oh, damn. Um, no, but genuinely, I I think actually the quality of what you do, Matt, is really astounding. Um, it's it's incredibly impressive. You've made gosh, a thinking through all the things that you've made for me that I use regularly beyond a keychain. You made Heidi a purse. You've made me a cigar bag. You've made me a pipe bag and a dop kit. Um, and I still use all of them. It's fantastic. It's just, and they're Love just it. as good as the day that I got them. Honestly, they're just, it's just really, really quality stuff. So mm-hmm. just to commend you on your craftsmanship, cause it's, well, yeah. it, it's really just good stuff. It's well, impressive that you, that. Just kind of taught yourself how to do it and made it happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when I started, cool. which has ten years, not that long, really, but it is in the the like leather craft has come a long way. Um, there wasn't stuff out there, and I had to call people and like or email people in like Arizona stuff like that to find out stuff, and mm-hmm. they would respond. Um, but now you can find anything on YouTube. I wish I had done more, but the cool thing is I'm glad to do those things for you guys. And the cool thing for me mm-hmm. is you'll have it forever. You'll literally mm-hmm, have it. Yeah. It will outlast you because that's, it's made to do that. I can't mm-hmm. wait yep. to have mine forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One day you'll be able to join our ranks, Jamie. Jamie. One day you'll be I'm good enough. I'm kidding. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't wait, but there is zero pressure and zero, uh, urgency it's coming i can't wait it's to coming. see your bonded yeah, leather bag it feels that way jimmy <laughs> give you a hard time well that's <laughs> awesome man i agree i totally agree with dan i have multiple wallets that uh yeah they're just they literally you're right the quality you make will outlast me they're like they're like almost in the same condition that i they're they're used you know you can see wear on it but no like tear and that's the interesting mm-hmm. part is you can wear in leather but it doesn't break down there's no unless I've dropped it or I nicked it on something sharp, you know, to cut it, which I haven't. Like in most cases, wire. it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, well, it's I, just super good. So I have a friend that he I was trying to jack up his car or his daughter's car, and it kept slipping out, slipping out. Finally, took his wallet out that I made him, put it under the jack. That <laughs> kept the jack from slipping out. Wow. Jacks the car up, changes the tire, takes it all out, no scratch amazing wow that's incredible yeah that is so cool that's awesome that well dude thanks matt thanks for sharing leather 101 i feel like i've learned a lot i can't wait definitely good at teaching so Mm -hmm. i'm ready for 201 there you go that means his bag but yeah whatever that's Um, when the assless chaps come out yes (laughs) yeah Well, speaking of assless chefs, what, do you feel like that would cost? How much do you think that would cost? And 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 top tier leather. I even forget yeah, the name now. And not genuine. We're talking absolute ass load. <laughs> it probably depends on who's 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 not whose ass is Sorry. not gonna couldn't resist cover, that. Right. That was yeah, that's um, true. You know, depends on who's making it. If you did full grain leather, you're you're at least. You're in leather, if you're me, you know, it's like 300 bucks just in leather, probably. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Just because, or more, because I don't even know. It depends on how tall you are, all those things. Like, what are we covering up? Yeah. You know, all those things. <laughs> how much do you want to cover? <laughs> you know, what do you want to cover? <laughs> yeah. How big's your ass? All that kind of stuff. Like, is it, is it yeah. just, you know, is it like covering 
or just exposing down to the upper thigh or is it going down to like, you know, the back of your knees? Like what's the situation? Here, it's you true. Know? Yeah. Matt's going to yeah, have to measure you discover that. in order to, <laughs> yeah. to get that. I'll be flying in. Yeah. You'll have to pay for that. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Plus yeah, all the therapy afterwards. So <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, that's funny. All right. Well, I think we're ready for our, for our topics. Who wants to go first? Jamie, Dan, or myself. I can go if either of you are ready. We can hear a hot, hot cake go. if you're ready, Jamie. I'll go for a hot cake, yeah. So I was cleaning my office this week, uh, kind of, although it's a disaster right now. And I came across a stack of gift cards that I've received over the past, like, 10 years that I have never used. And so I was like, I am going to look into these and see if any any of them are still have anything on them. Have I used them or not? And a couple of them I had used, uh, several of them, most of them I had not. And I learned that some of these things expire, which I was like, hmm. that's a little ridiculous. I mean, it Suspect. is money on a plastic card that somebody has paid for. It's like, true. It's a little ridiculous that they expire. But I was more shocked by the fact that I've just not used these things. And so I thought I would share them with you. And then I was also curious whether you guys are people who tend to use your gift cards right away or sit mm. on them like me. I've got a Best Buy gift card, okay. an Amazon gift card, wow. a Five Guys gift card, an American Express gift card, okay. uh, Regal Whoa. Cinemas, another Regal Cinemas, a Dude. Visa, another Visa, Chick-fil-A, another Visa. This one's still in the what? little packaging. Who is in your life and that two is giving you... Two BPs. You can donate these to my... Like classroom, maybe anything, yeah, where I could donate them to myself, my oh, pocket, right. dude. So, do you just not? Are you like against using? Gift not cards? at all. I just honestly, some of it's just like I forget, and then others, it's just complicated. Like it's like like this is. I should just keep this one in my. Okay, well, here's the thing with wallets. Back to the wallet thing. Like I don't mm. carry a normal wallet. I carry this tiny little thin thing, and I don't want to stick a bunch of gift cards in there and have to carry them around in my back pocket yeah, all the time. Yeah. I can so help you, need you with to, this. You need like a premeditated, like I'm going to the movie theater, I need to take the gift right, card. Right. It's not like I'm at the movie theater, oh right, I have a gift card. Exactly. exactly. You know what would be really cool and business idea? It would be awesome if um, you could put gift cards in your Apple wallet. You, so then... actually, I'm not even joking, at least two of the websites I went to, when it when I typed in the information to see what it was, it gave me an option to add it to my Apple wallet, which is really cool. And see, that's pretty legit because yeah. then you can just kind of keep it with you and use it that way. It, yeah. It, I mean, it, if we're thinking that it could be a good idea, somebody that all they do is sit around and think of this They've kind of stuff has probably thought of it. Well, and, you know, I don't, I don't know if you've seen the web, the like companies where you can sell your gift cards. You, there's gift card exchanges yeah. and things, but you can also, these companies will just buy them and they, they charge like 20%. So you get, essentially 80% of the gift card. So I feel like that, right. You know, that's interesting, but I don't know. I just felt a little bit guilty that I, you know, these are, again, it's been over. Some of these were from back in like 2013. So it's almost 10 years and I've just been sitting on them, you know? So, wait, so how'd you see that originated a date? Did you look on the website and it said, I like started in 2013. Yeah. Yeah. And then some of them have like, um, the date they were issued on here. Uh, 
Happy New Year, 2013. This is where probably Ross and I are the same. If you've given us any kind of expendable money, it's spent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just go awesome. find something. You just go to the Dude, website and you're like, what can I get for twenty five? You guys have seen my list. I have a list. Yeah. I have a yeah. list. It's That's ready true. to be bought. Yeah. Just give me the I money. will say I will say though, definitely at times like my my dad's a big gift card giver. And there's times where he sends me gift cards and like random ones. You know, just he's typically the Visa gift card type guy. So I do spend those, like because it's just like a credit card, but other little things like like Dunkin' Donuts and stuff, or like yeah, right. Starbucks, I do use quite regularly. But it's just like little odd ones that I don't normally go to the establishment. I'm definitely yeah. not using it. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. more likely trade it into my wife and be like, "Hey, you want to use this twenty dollars gift card? I'm just gonna spend right dollars." <laughs> well, that's wow. the thing. So, so like this like one, a really interesting. Like I never go to Five Guys. There's a Five Guys near me, and I haven't been in probably ten years. So I've got this gift card. That I haven't spent, I probably won't spend, but I also, I don't want to just like throw it away, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you like, could just... These are all the cards I gave you over the last 10 years. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Driving a real wedge between our friendship here, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? This is actually a good plug, Jamie. This is a good plug. If you're willing, I think what we should do right now to any listener listening mm-hmm. They can email us at our deepish pod at Gmail mm. and we'll give them a random one of your gift cards. Okay. Would you be down for that? Absolutely. Some of them just oh, we're full making disclosure, this call on the spot. We some okay. some of them I have spent some of it on. So like at least one of these has like three dollars on it. So you might get that. That's one. fine. That's fine. You might you also get it's a lottery. Random. That's right. It's a lottery. So you don't you don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's a lottery. Stat. So if you yeah, go comment on what are we doing? What where is how do no, they no, no. So what we'll do is if you're listening right now, hit pause and email us at deepishpod at gmail.com. That's D E E P I S H P O D at gmail.com. Email us, include that you're listening to this, that you want the gift card. And we will legit we'll pick a send random, you a picture of a, one of the gift cards. Random we'll, pick, we'll pick a random person. Okay. Yeah. Okay, hold on. And I'm we'll pick a random right one. now. I'm sending the email. No. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, yeah, let me pull my one email from Matt. Let me pull my Newton Leather Co. gift card out here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that back. I'll take yeah. that back. It's from Mark <laughs> Newton. Weird. Yeah. Christopher. That'd be Leather? that'd be seriously that'd be seriously <laughs> hilarious. It'd be like the one time. Where like you like email a gift card and it's legit yeah. instead of like all the times where like the Prince of Russia yeah, is like asked yeah. you for yeah. gift cards. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just back up for a second? Be great. Can we all agree that Matt's alter ego is Christopher Leather? Absolutely, <laughs> without fine. question. It's fine. Is that is that your it's Christopher Christopher Tanning Leather? Yeah, I'll find a hat. I like it. <laughs> is that is that your stripper name? <laughs> Sorry if, if, we, if that's inappropriate. We can cut it, but I feel like that's Matt's stripper name, Christopher Tanner. I would really like you to make like a little sailor hat, Matt. That, that would be funny. Just All like I know a bond is I, I listened to a whole Joe Rogan podcast from this mushroom guy who had a hat made of mushrooms. So I feel like I should probably do this, like mushroom that leather. So weird. Like literally mushrooms, and he was like, "Please don't get anything flammable near this because it will like spontaneously combust." Oh wow! Okay, that's so weird. Yeah, 
That is so weird. All right, well, that's my hot cake. Interesting. Well, that's hilarious. That's I'll awesome. All right. Um, so I kind of have this thing that I was, I sort of had thought about and I asked some people around me and my family and I came to a conclusion that, that caused me to change my worldview. I dislike lemon candy and I thought that big lemon was pushing lemon candy on us to fill bags, to fill candies and make you go buy more so you can get the good flavors. And I've been proven wrong. I asked some people around me. I asked family, does anybody actually like lemon candy? Because I am being totally honest. I have not met people that are like, I eat the lemon first. It's always the last thing. You you sort of get through it because you're like, oh, the lemon Skittle. Yeah, I'll eat it, but I don't enjoy it. You know, and these people exist. My sister, I found out that my sister is like lemon drops is like one of her favorite things to eat. And I, I did not know that these people exist. I'm being serious. I thought that it was like the crappy flavor that everyone just kind of put up with. And it, it has blown my mind just a little bit. Today so I learned like that there's somebody who straight up hates lemon and thinks that it's not good oh it's it's the worst so you and felt i think like conspiracy lemon like the lemon caucus was like pushing yeah. lemons on their the lemon world. agenda okay. yeah that's i it, it may be not that extreme in all seriousness but i i genuinely thought that like oh this is just the flavor that's like the buffer flavor you know like it's just the one that's there but nobody like nobody like opens a little bitty bag of skittles or starburst and is like Oh, give me the lemon first. I legitimately, it's, I'm not even joking. Starburst, the first color I go to after pink is yellow. But see, it's after what? pink. That's what I'm saying. You also back Nobody, in. Sorry, that's how I've always thought. Yeah, he does back in. But <laughs> it's... What? Oh, I back in. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> wait, real quick aside. He's still, wait, wait. I got always eating lemon Starburst. I have to have it. There's do an update on backing up. Yeah, so back in. So I like out of spite was at the grocery store the other day and I was like, yeah, screw you guys. And I backed in and then I and came out somebody no. because you couldn't see. No, I oh. backed in, but it was like, there's like a hedge right, be- right behind where you backed in. So I came out half an hour later with a grocery cart full of groceries. And I was like, Oh no, I got to get these into my you trunk. Couldn't get to your tailgate. I can't get to my, because you backed in. <laughs> Look at that. So it doesn't always work. Do you, do you drive with two feet too? No. What? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> just didn't know if you're like a menace you know that like you had a you, you back in everywhere you drive with two feet uh, like one of the brake, one of the gas like yeah, you fall asleep while you drive i don't, don't know those, those things. he probably litters too <laughs> oh, yeah you probably do hey 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 here's a good question do you return your cart to the i do the cart my, corral? listen my wife who doesn't sound like probably you won't listen to because this. you back in no i used to be a cart boy man i used to push i'm not even joking like a big old line, line of carts through the snow with like not waterproof boots on. It was horrible. Uphill so both I, ways. Yes, shut up. So <laughs> I, I return those carts every single time. I will not do that to yeah. somebody. My wife is like, I do too. Somebody, uh, I'm not going to mimic her because she's going to listen to this. Sorry, Dan, I derailed your hot, hot. My, hold, uh, no, you're good. I mean, ultimately what it came down to is I just, 
I realized I had a really narrow view of society yeah. and fellow man. And it, you know, I was just really blown away by it. Cause I, I, and I, I kind of mean this jokingly, but also sort of seriously. I just feel like everybody that I had been around and taken note of, like, it's just yellow is always the last one. Like, do, you have do you like the like bowl. Lemonade, it's okay, but I wouldn't ever choose to drink it. And that's, I'm that kind of that way with lemon. Like, I'll, I'll eat lemon stuff, but I never, I would never ask for lemon. So, stuff. like, you're not a, you're not like, like, if you had a, a chocolate cheesecake and a lemon meringue pie in front of you, you're going to choose the chocolate cheesecake. A hundred percent of the time, there is not a world in which I would choose lemon meringue. But it's pie. refreshing. Oh my gosh, it's good stuff. And though. like, okay, no, lemon it's, sorbet, it's lemon like bars. Sorbet. No lemon bars. No, none exactly of these that. things, guys. These, all of these things are empty calories, and they mean nothing. <laughs> okay. I will not waste calories on lemon. Okay, desserts. but hold on. We just, gave, we just gave you a, an either or, and it was a chocolate dessert or a lemon dessert. They're both equally uh, empty. Caloric, no, yeah. that's true. But one of them you enjoy, and one of them you don't. Okay, here's this is the thing with our. So this that's a good is, point. That's a good is, point, actually. I'll say this that. is another yeah. question. If you guys are eating a dessert that you don't like, do you finish it anyway, or do you just stop eating it? Well, probably. See, I, I can't answer that because, <laughs> like, I didn't even answer. Just I'm, said I'm trying to. I'm trying to to stop this <laughs> habit. Okay, but yes, my answer is I finish that dessert all the way. <laughs> see, I I don't. <laughs> And I honestly, I tell my kids this all the time too. Like if they eat something sweet and they don't like it, I'm like, well, you don't have to finish it. It's candy or it's, it's a dessert. Like you don't eat any more than you want. It only exists to taste good. It provides no nutritional value. So it's not going to do anything else for you. So if you don't enjoy the way it tastes then don't eat it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel about lemon. Like why would I eat something? I just think it's weird that you don't don't enjoy the taste, but that's fair. I mean, I guess, you know, everybody is entitled to their awful opinion no matter how wrong it might be yeah true maybe so, a weird one I, I, guess, I don't know i do I, I do like lemon treats i think they're worth it in my mind Gross. like a lemon ring pie but i do get lemon and lime mixed sometimes because i love key lime pies and oh, stuff yeah. like that but the same citrus kind of feels like it kind of tastes similar sometimes but yeah yeah there's like a lemon loaf at starbucks that i really like it's it's that's good overly priced but it's lemon i so, uh i can really do good lime stuff more than i can lemon stuff and but like and this extends beyond like lemon chicken it's like the quickest way to ruin yeah, lemon. the only or ruin chicken excuse me <laughs> the only thing that i enjoy putting lemon on is like fish and i'll squeeze like a wedge of lemon on fish and i think that tastes really good are you a lemon in your water type guy no never Zero me either i hate uh, lemon i think that is just complete i don't know who made that crap up it was like the fake healthy serious. people or something i don't know like the ooh, lemon caucus i hate that <laughs> yeah <laughs> ross yeah, now lemon. you're converting to dance <laughs> yeah i almost theory. am maybe in that in that way big maybe, lemon but, yeah yeah um real I quick just, ross have, you said something I got you said you get lemons and limes confused did you know that like in in spanish and in several other romance languages the word for lemon is actually like when they say the word for, when they say lemon or whatever, maybe they're talking about a lime. And when they say whatever word it is for lime, they're talking about a lemon. No? Oh, well, yeah. now you do. Can you, sorry, can you say, Wait, yeah, yeah, say that one more time? Just the like words are reversed. Slow. Yeah. Don so they, so, so there are yellow lime. limes yeah, lime, and green lemons. Lemons are the are actual, the, what they say, le- 
What they say lemon Let's for? Colors. What they say Let's lemon for is the green one. What they say lime okay. for is the yellow one. <laughs> interesting. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, so like le- lemon in in Spanish, I think that's right, is a lime. That's or le- limon, maybe it's limon. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. whatever. You know, I think in the Bahamas they call avocados pears. Weird. That's totally made up. <laughs> 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 You sold it good. Did you make it that's up? Totally I'm about to Google it. I feel like it could be true. It's Jamie like, believed that's, that's that. Kind of, I swear, I from, I'm still not totally convinced if he's telling. It's me. from deep in the vault. So I'm I'm gonna say fifty fifty. That could be true. Deep in the not. vault, aka pulled it out of his rear. Well, the in England they brain, call yes. soccer ball football. So <laughs> you know, with your foot, right? Though. Same thing. <laughs> oh, hilarious! Well, that was a good one. Well, anyway, that. That's my flapjack. I uh, it changed my perspective on lemon. I I've, I at least respect people's choice. Wow, that's yeah, that's big of you. It is big of me. It never happens. I like it. So that was your flapjack. I like that flapjack. Thanks. Well, on to my hot pocket, and this one goes back to my childhood. Okay, because growing up, my dad was a huge Simpsons fan. So lo and behold, I became a Simpsons fan. We watched it. Every day after school, at the end of the day at five thirty, it was on Fox fifty nine in Indianapolis, and um, and that was our local channel. <clears throat> and um, basically, grew up watching The Simpsons. He collected every season each year it came out and had it on DVD stuff like that. He probably still does. So, but anyways, I'm so intrigued, and I don't know if you've heard of The Simpsons in the past predicting the future. Oh okay. yeah. Yes. So like in season 11, episode 17, it's it's called Bart to the Future. They actually predict and reference Donald Trump as attempting to run and be the president. And as we all know, he's elected president. Or the, the multiple correctly predicted Super Bowls, like in season 3, episode 14 and beyond, they've literally predicted the Super Bowl to be... Correct. They predicted... Do, just, wait, did they get like um, the... I mean, did they get everything about it right or just the... I mean, not just the winners, but, you know. Everything about it, like the Patriots beat the Atlanta Falcons, stuff like And, like, that. the year and all yeah. that kind of stuff, too? Or? Uh, maybe not the year, necessarily. I think it was just the game That's that crazy. was happening and stuff. But the one year they did get right was actually, and I, I got to think on this one because I remember it vaguely, and I don't, I didn't pull it up, but it was a curling event. So years ago, they had predicted that USA would win the 2010 curling gold. Um, the the gold medal in 2010 for curling, and they actually ended up winning it, uh, supposedly as an underdog against another another country. And um, oh, I forget if it was women's or something like that. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was it was incredible. They predicted in 2010 that they would win the golden curling, and years later, coming to 2010, they won the golden curling. So that that's actually super unique because it's like that you can't really like gamify that necessarily in like. For, especially for like you know olympics it's like that's not really something that can yeah. be planned or kind of predicted easily but they did it and it was it was pretty crazy you know there's other things too like things like autocorrect which apple came out and said that kind of uh, one of their executives came out and said that kind of began to uh spark up apple working on their iphone keyboard because autocorrect was kind of an issue i mean starting up and stuff yeah. like that and i think their keyboard was a mess to begin with forcing autocorrect to, to have to happen type deal hmm. so it's kind of an interesting 
thing. I mean, they they did it a little prediction on smartwatches in season six, episode nineteen. But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. Back and they, up. You said the Simpsons talked about autocorrect. They talked about autocorrect in, no in season six, episode eight. Yeah. Can you link me to so, that? So episode, here's the little breakdown, the, the thing on that, because I want to read about that one. Yeah, so this one is a few cases when the Simpsons not only made a prediction but actively contributed to it as events. A quick gag has basically this bully writing the memo beat up Martin on his Apple Newton, which they called it in the in the show. The text then translates to eat up Martha instead. <laughs> a clear crack of the PDA's poor handwriting recognition, right? Sources then alleged years later when Apple was working on the iPhone keyboard, employees knew that that was the part they had to nail. It was basically fixing the keyboard, fixing the autocorrect. That they would even quote eat up Martha to each other to signal the feature's importance because the, the Simpsons. I mean, years years ago, I think it's kind of it's not fully dead. They're they're making new seasons and episodes now, but late nineties, early mid two thousands. I would say it's a even huge deal, yeah, huge show, huge. I mean, primetime television, Sunday evenings after before sporting events, after them. You know, it's just like yeah, they they are yeah. huge. This is the Simpsons. Yeah. That's the Stimpsons. Oh my gosh. This the, is like yeah. the Bernstein Bear thing. Autocorrect. <laughs> but it's it's a lot of stuff. They even went into an episode where they, they portray the lunch lady um kind of mixing horse meat in with the rest of the lunch meat. And years later it comes to find that actually a, a European company, they'd found some horse DNA in some of their meat samples mm. that they were selling to people. And it was like this big conspiracy Harp. that they, they like predicted that, right? But I think that it all points to this idea of like comedic genius, right? Because they're they're pointing like the the autocorrect scenario, the Trump scenario. Like it's it's like this comedic genius. They're like putting situations in play. Like it, it would be funny if Trump, and it would be interesting and like unique if this like reality TV star becomes the president. Yeah. But then it it happens. You know what I'm saying? Or let's put a play on like Apple's keyboard because it stinks right now and this autocorrect feature that stinks right now or whatever and they put this play on it in in an episode but then it spurs like change or, or like then the future you know consistently changes or they you know make it happen it's just Murphy's like really law. interesting and, and i think anything that can happen will happen it's like they <clears throat> wrote all the things that could possibly happen and 10 20 years later they happen mm. right it's yeah, some of them are, like that. The specifics are really insane, though. It's, I, I think the most notable to me is definitely the Donald Trump thing, yeah. but it's just the absurdity of it. Yeah. You know, and, I mean, I guess it, that, that, that said, he, he has been talking about running for president since the 80s. Yeah, since, it's true. So, yeah. So, you know, it's like out there. I, you know, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, too, you have to think about all the predictions, potentially that the, the predictions, quote unquote, yeah. that Simpsons have made that haven't turned out to happen like you do they have an episode about cat meat getting put into you know food and then you know that's never happened they probably i don't know you're right they probably wrote an episode about every possible kind of meat ending up in the the lunch food you know yep like cricket meat yeah (laughs) (laughs) so so i think even like the interesting stuff like in season 20 episode four they actually put into this episode, these faulty voter machines, right? So in their cold opener of there, that's there's that they have this like trios of horror thing. Homer goes into a booth to attempt to vote for Barack Obama, only for the computerized machines to count it for John McCain. Okay, now it took just a full election cycle for this to actually happen. 
in the world, actually in Pennsylvania in 2012, being a voting booth in Pennsylvania that someone tried to vote for Obama, but it switched it to Mitt Romney. Mm. So it was like this really interesting, like, like that is maybe just a coincidence, but that's like a very specific coincidence to happen for the same person he's trying to vote for in the, in the, in like the, the show, like the Simpsons to the same person someone's trying to vote for that it's switching it to, you know, like switching it from, you know, it's just like super yeah. crazy. D- do you and believe there's so many of these, there's like lists, there's like hundreds of these that have happened over the years and years of the Simpsons being, what it, what does this mean show, to you? I think it's interesting. Do you believe that the Simpsons think, are telling the future? I don't know. I don't think so. I think there's enough of a coincidence. You know, the conspiracy says, yes, they're predicting the future. So people are watching the show wondering, you know, well, will this happen? You know, like, will this type of, you know, like you think of like the Simpsons movie and they create that dome because like a part of basically where they live is like terrible for the atmosphere, you know? So they put the dome over their living area and you're like, people are like, will that happen someday if New York is just so incredibly emissions you know, not emissions friendly that they're just going to dome it off. I, you know? uh, so, so I was not that's allowed the, the to watch conspiracy points. Sorry. Good. No, that's just where the conspiracy yeah. points do, but I don't necessarily believe that as much. I think is as, as much as I think it's just intriguing. I was not overall. allowed to watch the Simpsons growing up. So. Um, wow. Yeah. You missed out on a lot of the future. Yeah. We had something called sky angel. <laughs> which was like a christian tv provider sensor it was a box like like a like a replacement for verizon or comcast or whatever so no simpsons on there just uh christian rock music and whoa yeah stellar stuff like that is there any way you could like patch through to the simpsons and watch like you know, like secretly watch. Uh, in college, mm-hmm. I could like because a... we had all you see and surf the surf the web or surf the net or whatever it was. But at mm-hmm. that point, I was into Scrubs. So, right, Dan? Scrubs. Oh man, scrubs. good stuff. Good times there in college. <laughs> I think I watched all of Scrubs like twelve times. Yeah, seriously, college. and you wow. just had to jump around from like source to source. <laughs> yeah, but you went in order. Yeah. Um, it's hilarious. So, I, here's my thought on the predicting thing. I think a prediction implies some sort of like anticipation that something is going to happen. Do you know what I mean? And so I don't, I don't know if I would say that it's predicting the future on purpose. Like they're writing the episode saying this is going to happen, but I think they are probably incredibly smart and very politically aware like individuals. And they probably pull stories and like take a lot of information into account when they're writing the show and i think it's just a matter of time before stuff like that like sort of pans out if that makes sense yeah that it just happens you know they hear accusations and they think oh that would be funny if that actually happened and so they write it in plus i wonder how much of it is like self-fulfilling prophecy you know they put something out there as a joke it makes it out into the i mean obviously like the super bowl stuff's not so much but you know, other stuff, celebrity nonsense, like it's out there in the the Hollywood ether. ether thank you. And it happens, you know, maybe because people gets into people's subconscious and I don't know. And then it gets into their conscious. And conscious. then it gets into their 
body and it makes them do the dark thing. ether their yep. actions yep. i think the interesting no, part is a lot of this <clears throat> is made like kind of before the internet so i could see like some of these things happening because i consume a lot of stuff on the internet and youtube and all this kind of stuff and i've seen you know donald trump videos of him saying that he's gonna run all and like his all his messages and stuff but that's now so it is i do think it is fascinating because because my comment was going to be well these people probably consume a ton of pop culture but as i thought about it more it's like i don't know how much they could consume um oh you mean back the writers of yes back when they're writing maybe they're getting tons of print i don't know in my mind that's a lot of work but maybe they do that i don't know interesting yeah I, i would say yeah and that was to my point of like this is a comedic genius you know shoot for the stars and and there's just a few anomalies right like the super bowl prediction between like the patriots and and falcons that was right that was kind of crazy or like you know the 2010 curling gold and stuff like that so those are the few anomalies that gives it some credibility like they're predicting the future you know quote unquote but i think it is similar to what you're saying dan this like comedic genius like they know enough about what could happen about just like something that would be interesting to happen so let's write about it and then in the future like years and years later when it does happen it's like oh that's kind of funny and a coincidence you know they also did this one where it was like um i think it was bart specifically like eating chips in space like he went up in a spaceship and ate chips and stuff and that was actually a scenario that happened like that actually happened when one of the first guys i forget who were like went up on a, on a space tour for fun. Mm. Like he he has a picture of like eating chips, like Bart was. So like he's kind of the fulfilling prophecy yeah. thing, maybe if he knew about it. But it's like a coincidence, funny, you know. So it's it's just like I don't know, less of a prediction, more of a comedic. Like, wouldn't it be funny if one day we get into space travel and eat chips in a spacecraft for fun? You know, pay billions of dollars to do it. I don't know. So I agree. That was my. Hot pocket. That was a good one. I just think it was intriguing. That's it. It was great, man. I I yeah. think it's really Thanks. interesting. Why why are people texting so much right now? Right. Because Dan's ringer is on. And Dan's ringer is on. And I can't it's wait for Ross. To my computer and I and I don't know how to stop I it. I can't wait for yeah, Ross to have to either, edit actually. this later and edit out all the things. No. I, that was too much fun. Me either, because I don't know how to stop it myself. <laughs> I don't know how to mute it. Just mute your computer, Dan, I think. I, I, I just I just closed the app. Maybe it'll work. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, <laughs> nope. It, <laughs> it's all right. This is the fun. This is the fun. Uh, yeah. This is fun. All right. Well, I think that's it for our episode. Any last words before we close it out? Mm. Um, or last things. Matt, Matt stop texting me. <laughs> <laughs> I got a last word. Uh, I'm not even uh, doing that. I'm putting question marks where Jamie did Matt, 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 Matt. <laughs> my uh, oh, my last crazy. word is uh, custard. Mm, mine's obligatory. <laughs> Matt? I don't have one. All right. Well, that's been it for this episode of Deepish. Episode three complete. Thanks for the Leather 101, Matt. And remember, you can email us at deepishpod at gmail.com. 
don't forget to shoot us that email for that gift card because Jamie will be picking one of you <laughs> and one random gift card, which could be worth up to $3 or is the least at $3, least $3. Potentially hundreds more. Well, he's going to give you one of those. More. <laughs> there you go. So make sure you throw it, throw us an email and tell us what you like about it. Tell us what you'd like for us to talk about because we would love to hear some of that too. But I think that's been it for the episode. So once again, my name's Ross. I'm Matt. Damn. Jamie. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.